This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. It's Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and we're live for another Law Talk. Josh has got me messed up over here because normally on this yeah, monitor, I'm gonna, I can, I'm gonna fix it. Hold I can on. see everything, and I can't see it, and I, it's got me confused. But anyway, as always, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to watch us, whether this is on playback or live. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us across uh, both podcast platforms and social media platforms. We're also on TikTok. Uh, you can watch Josh dance on TikTok. It's a lot of fun. That's not true. <laughs> and then August 20th and 21st, the Covington Comic Con is going to return to Covington, Tennessee. It'll be at the Civic Center. We are taking, we're about done with vendors. We've got uh, maxed out on vendors. Soon, though, you'll be able to buy tickets. You can still sponsor the event if you're interested in getting some exposure for your business. We're expecting around 6,000 people, so that'll be great. I just want to clarify, we do still have some vendor spots left, but there's just not many. Yeah, well, I'll be honest. I think after what we just talked about today, I don't don't know that we're going to need any more. But anyway, if you're interested in being a vendor, feel free to reach out. Um, Then we want to thank Michelle Allen. She's a longtime sponsor of the show. She's your go-to realtor, cry-like realtor. Uh, if you want to buy, sell, rent, real estate, anywhere in this area, she'd be glad to help you out. Um, of course, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts is uh, been around since 93. If you want to become a kicking lawyer or just learn to kick, you can come see us there at Mason's Martial Arts. And it's uh, masonsmartialarts.com for more information on that. The Cellar, today we'll have trivia again. Every Tuesday there's trivia. It's a restaurant prohibition bar located in Covington, Tennessee. I like when you go through those and then it shows and me And it shows your head. <laughs> yeah, That's funny. It just had my head bouncing on the ad. I saw that. We used to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, The Cellar is open Monday through Sunday from uh, 4 p.m. till 9 or 10 p.m. depending on the night. And, of course, Josh wants you to hire him to work on the websites, branding, social media, all that kind of stuff. About at the point where I'm not going to be able to take many more clients. <laughs> well, that's a good problem to have. That is a good problem to have. So joining me today as a guest is a longtime friend of mine, which I thought I had already interviewed and apparently didn't, is Miss Lisa Keith from Liberty Vintage Marketplace. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So she asked earlier, like, what we talk about, and I have people ask that all the time. There's literally never a plan. I don't know. The only time... I was trying to think. It seems like there was one person. I think Jerry Lawler, you kind of had some idea of what you Well, doing. I sort of had idea what I was going to ask, but I'm trying to think if there's anybody where... I did have one person on that did ask me not to ask about certain stuff. They had some criminal stuff working, and I remember them asking <laughs> not wanting me to talk about that. But I think generally we just talk. I don't think there's a set criteria. But anyway, tell everybody who you are, where your business is, what you do, all that good stuff. All right, my name is Lisa Keith. I have Liberty Vintage Marketplace down in the Depot District, down there next to One Way Cafe, right before you get to the train tracks. Um, and how long have you had the store? We opened it February 1st of 2020. 2020, so two year, a little over two years now. Right yeah. before the pandemic. Right before, yeah. Right. That was literally right before the pandemic. Literally. Mm. Within a month, it was like the world was going to cave in or something. And you sell a little bit of everything. Tell, tell folks what you carry. Oh, gosh. We have a lot. Uh, we have home decor. We have a whole lot of lighting. Just got out a bunch of new lighting, in fact. Um, lots of local products, uh, candles, wax melts, 
local we have a, somebody that makes clay jewelry other kind of jewelry um, bad boy bakery has their items available through there you do uh, and then you have classes we do for, we, uh, we're for a Dixie Bell elite Dixie Bell paint retailer mm-hmm. so we carry the, their full line um, chalk paint all the different products that go along with that to pretty much make any kind of finish you want and then we do have paint classes where we paint uh, like wood barn quilts different cutouts we have, we'll do a furniture 101 class whatever whatever pretty much whatever they want paint parties have you done a do a paint what is the they do a thing in Memphis where you can paint and wine drink wine and stuff they do do any of that or can you do any of that yeah we can we've done that it's <laughs> like you bring your times. wine you can yeah. drink your wine <laughs> they can bring whatever they want uh, and then also, you're involved in, is it CEDC that still runs the, is that technically the one that does the downtown Covington music, music series? Music, it is. We've got one more night of that. Yeah, that's... First, the first night was postponed due to rain, so mm-hmm. we moved it to the end of the series, so otherwise it would have been over last week. Oh, I didn't we, realize that was the last time. Okay, so then there's one more set of them coming up. There's one more, yeah, this, this coming weekend. We've got Wild Hearts down on the Liberty Vintage stage, and... Fifth degree up here on the square. Yeah, for those that don't know, Covington on Saturday, well, this is the last one, but this Saturday from 4 to 7, you can go see, which one is it? Fifth four to degree. Seven. Fifth degree with live music on the courthouse, free. You just show up, bring a chair, listen. And then 7 to 10-ish, they go down to Liberty Vintage Marketplace, which is walking distance, and you can watch more live music if right. you want to. Going on in there till 10, mm-hmm. and down there we'll have TT's food wagon which is also featured in cypress magazine this month cool and then for those who don't know we do have live music on friday nights at the cellar and the plan is to try to have it every friday night so we have a pianist um i forget her name i want to say it was a morin lovely or something like that I, I shouldn't butcher it she's nice enough to come but that's this friday next friday is going to be uh, the return of austin mason kicking lawyer 2.0 will be there. But I highly recommend if you're listening to this and you want to come to the cellar for the live music, you get reservations. It's not tons of seating on the bar side. And uh, Friday we were way booked. So I'd recommend reservations if you come to the cellar music stuff. So does that help you business-wise having the music down there? I mean, obviously you get people in front of your store. It, that's, it, it, it does help in that way. Mm-hmm. It's not a big... It doesn't, not a lot of not sales generated, mm-hmm. but exposure is good. Are you open during that time? I've never even we asked are, you that. We are. We're, I mean, we're there anyway, so yeah, we may as well, well be. Yeah, might as well be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was curious about that. But yeah, I mean, that's a good thing that everybody, I think, can learn from is it's important to get your brand in front of as many people as you can. Whether they're buying immediately or not, at least it's top of mind for you. So tell me, and you and I have talked about this before, and maybe this is where I'm confused and thought I interviewed you, because I've talked to you sort of at length about your background before. Um, but tell everybody like what you did before this and what led to wanting to do this store and all that. Cause you do it full time, right? I do. Yeah. Well, actually I grew up in retail. I cut my teeth down at Graceland. Mm-hmm. I worked for a souvenir shop there all through junior high, high school, college, got out, got a chance to open one with a friend of mine. So we went into the partnership and started a gift shop of our own down there. And within a year we had put a store in the mall of Memphis and opened a diner too. Mm-hmm. 50s diner how'd you enjoy the diner it was a lot of fun it was a lot of work yeah tell me oh my gosh I've never worked so hard in my life but it was fun Mm -hmm. and we did that for nine years but was the diner down around Graceland it was it was a 50 50s themed diner every every 
food item on the menu was named after some kind of classic car. Uh huh. That's cool. Did uh, did you ever ha- you know being there at Graceland? Did you ever have any celebrity people come through? Oh yeah, like Quite a few. Who 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 played the father? John Goodman. He ate at our diner before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry Manilow. Did Elvis come the- back? He didn't come back. <laughs> Uh, the, of so we had him. We had him, an Elvis guy performing every Friday and Saturday night for forever. Did you live down there? No. All right. So you lived here and drove there. Is I that kind of what led you to then decide you want to do something up here? No, actually, I well, I moved up here in two thousand four, and I le- actually left, lost the lease, and left that in two thousand five. But I ended up as in, in accounting at Smith and Nephew, which was two blocks from my original store. Is that what your your undergrad or whatever is in? Are you a accountant? Well, I went back and got my accounting degree during that time. Uh-huh. Well, I was 40 years old, lost the lease, and I was like, what am I going to do? And that was the door that opened at that time, was temping at Smith & Nephew, and then if you go back to school, we'll hire you, da 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 So I did. How does this, I don't mean to sidetrack, but I'm curious because I honestly don't know the answer. So did you get a degree in accounting? Is that what you got a degree in? The, the second time around, yeah. Yes. My, my original college degree was transportation, logistics, sales, and marketing. So the accounting degree, was it a bachelor's degree? Is that what uh-huh. you, okay. Is that what you need to then sit and become a CPA to take the, the, the license? Yeah, in? you need a, a bachelor, X number of college hours mm-hmm. and. Did you, did you take the test accounting. to be a CPA? I did not. Okay. But you would be eligible, I guess, technically to do it. Yeah, uh, and I assume that's just some general license, kind of like the bar exam, a general license test, general knowledge type thing. I was just curious. So why didn't you take that step and instead of that step back into retail? I didn't like it well enough. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wouldn't like it either. I was, well, I did it for t- accounting for twelve years, but after I was stuck to a desk ten mm. plus hours a day, it was an hour drive each way. So I was, it was killing me sitting all the time. Yeah. So. Keith was walking around the square one day. He had just moved up this way from Mississippi. We weren't married then. Mm-hmm. And where Kelvin's is now, mm-hmm. barbecue place, he saw a sign in there for rent. So he called the number and we talked to him. We ended up renting that place out. We went in, repainted it, redid it all, and stayed there six weeks. And the place on the west side of the square opened up. And we were like, we went over there and looked at it. The rent on it was the same as where we were, so we mm. were like, let's move. So six weeks later, we moved. I don't remember you being weekend. at where Kelvin's is. We were only there for six weeks. What was it there? Retail store? It was, yeah. Okay. So it was basically like what you got now. is just located It was just tiny. There. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, and then you moved. September and October was all we were there. Then you moved from there to the place you are now or across the square? We moved from where Kelvin's is now to the west side of the square where mm. Lydia's is now. Okay. And then from where Lydia's is to our current location. Okay, I think I do remember that. Yeah, I, so I looked at, uh, I called Dr. Ken about Lydia's, and this is an advertisement for him, I guess, so that at the old place where uh, one of the peacock Creative, places. Creative peacock? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's always a turquoise something and some kind of peacock animal around the square, right? So I get them confused. Since, yeah, since peacocks are turquoise, I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah, so that one that, that just left or went wherever. I was interested in that location over here, right? Um, and so the the business idea I have is loud, uh, like many things I do. And so I talked to Dr. Kent yesterday, and unfortunately for me, he's got a set of renters that are older, and they can't have any noise. They're in a, they're an apartment Upstairs. above it. 
So that that would be a perfect location for what I wanted to do. So anyway, that's out. But but anyway, so then you move down to Liberty Vintage Market. Now I'm curious what your thought process was because other than One Way Cafe down there, and you know my stance has been I wanted that area to, to grow and develop. I still still stand by that 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 would be a great like arts district for Covington. Agree. Yeah. So, but did you? Did you get nervous about, I mean, because clearly there's more foot traffic on the square regularly. For To your place, even though it's walking distance, it's just off enough where people are going to have to know or intend to go there. Did you think about that or were you worried about that at all? A little bit, but mm-hmm. not. Has it, has it, has it been a, a hit or has it been good? It seems it's like it's been, been good. good so far. Do you have regular people that come in? or? I have regular people and new people just about every single day. And what is your main customer acquisition method? What is the main thing you do marketing, advertising-wise to get people in? Facebook, Instagram. I've run some ads in Shop Local. I've mm-hmm. run them in Cypress. And does that, do you get results from those, do you think? I do, yeah. So I, anybody that comes in that I don't recognize, I ask them is it, to make sure it's the first time they've been here, mm-hmm. and then I ask them how they found out about us yeah. or how they found us. Yeah. And so you get a lot that say even the paper, print, the print advertising had helped? Cypress Magazine. Some of them will say, they'll come in and say, oh, I saw your ad in some magazine I got in the mail. Uh-huh. So I know which one that is. Yeah. But hmm. probably by far and away the most is Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, well, I ask because a lot of people, because I do some business consulting stuff, and one of the things I preach to a lot of people is many business owners, especially in the beginning where money's kind of tight on where they're going to put marketing dollars, they're, they like to see an immediate return on investment, immediate, oh, they called this, or I can track if I got people from it. But I tell them, like, even, like, I have all these billboards, right? Very, it's hard to track. Very few people call us and say, I saw the billboard and I called you. It's, that's not the way it works. But part of what led them to find us elsewhere, maybe, was because of the billboard. You know, it plants the brand in right. their mind. So there are certain things that I think as you want to grow, you have to do. And the other thing, like I was just thinking as you were talking about the people that come in there, because I've thought about, I haven't advertised in Cypress yet, but I'm thinking about it. They're real nice, the folks there at Cypress. They just did a thing on the seller, which was real real nice of them. I I hope it's positive. I assume it is. But anyway, (laughs) you got to think about where do you get the bang for your buck? And a lot of what I do, I don't know that, this sounds sexist, but I don't really target like the women clientele you know what I mean like I'm looking for the criminals which typically tend to be guys for criminal defense so like I could see where you could get reach in Cyprus because you got a lot of maybe uh, you know women that are going to decorate or even guys that are into like the local area stuff you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you got to kind of target market that now saying all that I am interested in that market for our family law division so it might be good to tailor something along those lines uh, what seems to work best, the social media? Social media. Yeah, that's the same thing with us. Do you do paid ads on it? Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Do you target them? I do. Yeah, I do the same thing. I do. When you target them, and this is just getting in the mud here, but just now that we're down this road, let me ask you. When you do the targeted marketing, what is your focus? Because, you know, you can do, I assume most people would know, on Facebook you can target, like, literally a physical address or location. You can target age, demographic, uh, gender, um, profession, and then you can put specific descriptors in there. So when you do it, are you painting a picture of what you think they're looking for, or are you painting a picture of who they are, or, or what are you putting in? Uh, depending on the ad, if it's one, if it's the for the music series, I male and female, all you know, within a fifty mile area, 
they like live music, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. If it's the paint lines, it's crafting, furniture painting, that all that kind of thing. So criminal law... And, and usually only female for that. Criminal law is a little unique because um, I have to get in the head of my client, right? And so I'll put, when it's like, what are their interests? And, you know, and this is going to get me hate because it looks like I'm... Uh, Stereo, sort of stereotype on my client, but I'll put like uh, NASCAR, I'll put like Budweiser, uh, I'll put stuff like <laughs> that, you know, that kind of stuff that's, uh, I don't know, that, just because I figured that's what they're looking at, you know, um, fitness models, you know, like stuff I think they may be looking for to see if that targets it directly, but I, I don't know how accurate that is, but we do get some results from our, um, our social media stuff. At this point, most Probably the majority of what we get benefit from is uh, referrals. We get now that we've been doing it long enough with enough clients, hopefully enough that are happy, we do get good referrals. So, and I've sent people down. Matter of fact, I think I brought my in-laws in your place when they were here one time not too long ago, because uh, I think you got some interesting things in there. I like your candles. Oh, they smell good. Those are made in Kenton, Tennessee, which mm-hmm. is not too far from here. Yeah, it's the first time I had seen those. Uh, was it the Elvis one that I liked? That uh-huh. was a weird. Peanut butter and banana That's and it. bacon. Yeah, exactly. The best things. All the things are together. Yeah. yeah. What other unique stuff is in there? Oh, let's see. We have handmade earrings made by somebody that lives here in Tipton County. Worn jewelry. Uh, sometimes lots you, of jams and jellies. Sometimes and, you have real unique furniture items, too. Like when I come in and saw that uh, globe... Thing you guys had that time, oh, like yeah. that globe bar thing or whatever. We it find was. some cool vintage pieces. Yeah. Right now, I've got a butcher block that came out of a store in Tipton County that's probably 120 years old. Yeah. Huge, and it's one piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And then also on events, don't you do a food truck thing sometimes? We do. When is in that? In fact, we're doing a food truck Saturday every second Saturday of the month for the rest of the year. Every second Saturday. Every second Saturday of the month. And how many usually show? How many food trucks? Yeah. We had one, two, four for the last one. Mm-hmm. I want to have two or three for the next one, and a couple of them I've even got up. Well, we've got five. Do they, um, how long are they there? Are they there all day, or is there a couple 11, hours? 11 to four. Okay. And then you're, of course, putting it out there to try to get folks there for it. Right. Yeah. And then I know there's been a car show there in conjunction with the Heritage Festival and stuff, too. So, I mean, you're doing regular stuff to try to get people down there. Yeah, we have Monday Night Cornhole. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So people just come that. play? Are you any good at cornhole? Me? I, no, I stay inside and work while they're out there oh, playing. Okay. Well, I'm not any good at it. <laughs> so uh, side note, I, I had we had a new intern start today, Gracie. I tried to get Gracie to come co-host here with me, and she didn't want to. She's not a podcast type um, because I just like to put them on the spot on their first day. And she's, of course, trying to be real prim and proper. We're in our Somerville office. We have a pool table. So uh, I was like, well, we, we did an intake. Well, we, did, we were there for two intakes, and one didn't show up, so I had 30 minutes. So I was like, let's play pool real quick. And she said, I've never played pool before. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll show you. <laughs> she beat me. <laughs> yeah, oh, my she goodness. She did, her first time she ever played pool. <laughs> and she beat me. It came you down sure to it's her first time? Uh, well, yeah, maybe I got hustled. You may be right. Well, there's no money riding on it, but uh, she straight up beat me. I, I brought it up because I also suck at cornhole. So, like... What I learned is years ago, one of the times I was in Korea, right, and uh, our coach, the U.S. coach for the taekwondo team I was on, he was like, let's go play basketball. And it was some downtime. And I was like, no, man, I don't do anything but taekwondo. Like, I'm good at taekwondo, and that's it. I don't do extra stuff. And he was like, come on, Mason. We need an extra person. It won't hurt you to play 
play basketball. And I'm like, you don't understand. I really suck. So they go to some sporting store and find an American basketball, and they come out, and then they, they staple or, or attach this little hoop thing in an alley in Korea, in Seoul, Korea. So we're back there, and he wants me to play. So I literally step out on there to play, and uh, whoever I was guarding like did like a fake, like they were going to shoot. And I jumped up, and when I landed, broke my ankle. <laughs> like that quick. And so here I am with oh, a, no. a torn up ankle in the alley in South Korea. So then Grandmaster H. Uli, who's passed away, he came around and saw me and was, uh, I'm, I'm literally laying there balling hurting. I mean, my ankle is super messed up. I'd, I'd broken some stuff and torn ligaments. Like it was a really bad injury. So he takes my foot and he starts going, rah, rah, and you can like hear bones in it. And uh, finally the coach was like, Grandmaster, uh, I'm not sure that's helping. He was like, yep, it's broke. That's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> So then they took me, they well, they picked me up and carried me into the hotel room, and they said I had a doctor coming, right? So the doctor who comes is a, an acupuncturist. So then he can't speak any English and starts telling me how, oh, okay, this is hurt, I'm going to... And so he takes out a... Um, uh, I, I remember it looked like what they would use to prick your finger with, like it was a thicker needle. Mm -hmm. And he held my ankle, and he was like, hold, he told them in Korean to hold me down. So they're holding me down, and I'm like, what? And he starts stabbing my ankle like 80 times, like, ah, just stabbing it over and over. And then he put these suction cups on me that uh, started pumping out the bad blood, and then he did acupuncture, and it was all super painful. And at the end, he was like, uh, tell him if, in Korean, he was telling their translating, that if I needed him to come back, he would come back. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, brother. Like, I'm good. I, I don't need to see you ever again. <laughs> but anyway, oh, wow. huge, huge tangent. But the point was, I suck at any other sport. <laughs> I don't play anything. I do Taekwondo. That's what I do. And lift weights. I like to lift weights. So anyway. So uh, y'all also have some rental property too, right? Don't you have the other house? Well, we're, we're working on point, it. We're working on it. So you sort of diversifying things. Is, um, is that the plan? Like, do you have a plan of this is where I'm at now? This is what I'm going to do here or what my goals are? In a, in a way, it's, it's kind of changed a little bit here. My parents passed away, so now we've got another house we've got to fix and get on the market. Mm -hmm. So that kind of sidelined the other one. So I, di I didn't realize that I knew I knew what happened, but I didn't know that through a, a house on you. Well, with the market the way it is now, though, you probably do. Where's it at? It's right next door to me, out off Sh on Shiloh Road. Right oh, off man. Of, that's, right off of 59. Yeah, that's perfect area for where all this growth is coming. You yeah. might even want to hold on to that for a minute. It's crazy what the market right now is doing. And it's for us, you know, it's just going to get bigger because of Blue Oval City. Yeah. Well, we got quite a bit of work to do on it. Do you all do all the work yourself? Like, you know how to do all that stuff? We do. You and your husband? How does he know? Does he just know how to do it? Or? He can do it. He's like my dad was. He can he can look at something and figure out how to do it. He's That's just how done our dad so is. much. Yeah. He's done so many things that if, he don't, if he's never done it, he can look at it and see how to do it. That's how our dad is. Now, our brother is actually kind of like that. Our, me and Josh, uh, Justin, our middle brother, he's real handy with his uh, with hands and fixing stuff. But and I don't want to speak for Josh, but I think he and I are very similar. Yeah, I'm not at yeah, all. Yeah, we're we're. My, I remember when I was a kid, my father because he did industrial maintenance for a long time. He did video games, had his own company, and then Nintendo come out, killed that, and then he got into maintenance, right? And I remember he would come home. He worked at Quebecor, and he would come home, and he would literally have ink just died into his hands from dealing with the machines and cleaning stuff and just he would wash 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 and honestly just thought that was how his hands were I didn't realize at the time he was died for doing that work but I remember him saying that he was working like that so that his children didn't have to like his goal 
was for his boys to not have to sweat and work hard like that, that, that hard kind of work. But because of that, he kind of protected us from some of the manly stuff. Like, you know, I sort of knew how to change oil, but we didn't really go over it. I didn't know how engines work. I didn't know. It was like a basic, again, I use quotes. I don't want to be sexist. Manly stuff. I just, I just didn't fix and build. My wife is way manlier than I am on that. <laughs> Madeline, Madeline will tell you a joke. We had a toilet uh, plunger thing go out in it one day, right? And I was like, throw that thing in the yard. It's done. You know, I, and it was just changing the insides which apparently is not a big deal. And she was like, are you serious? And so she, for Christmas, will get tools and fixes stuff. She's much, much handier than I am. And I'm cool with it. I'm very cool with the fact that she's better at it. Josh, are you super handy like that? Nope. I'm the very much the kind that like gives somebody money to handle that stuff. For yeah, them. I'm the yeah. same way. I'll pay them. I'll, I'll pay them to handle it. Yeah. So we, I thought about getting into flipping houses and stuff, but I'm just not handy enough. I'd had, I'd end up spending all the money paying somebody else to do it, and it's just not going to work out. So. Uh, that's fun to me if you have time to do it, which yeah. we don't right now. Mm-hmm. On your uh, in your store on your vendors, you say most of them are local. You have other vendors you're buying stuff from elsewhere, or do you go to like thrift places and try to find stuff that might be good to resell? Or how do you get most of your product? I say the vintage pro- vintage product is estate sales auctions, and when you have a store like that, a lot of times people will pull up with something in the back of their truck, mm-hmm. and it's either cool or not, which is how I got that globe bar yeah um and then a lot of it is i've gone i go to i've gone to market several times in atlanta a lot of it the new stuff comes from different companies around yeah you ever get any of the antique stuff that's got haints latched onto it like the ghosties <laughs> <laughs> not that i know of sometimes them ghosties like to latch onto some of the antique stuff so what was this the, the place you're in now what was it before it was your store it was a washer dryer testing repair center for closeout market. I didn't know that. And do you know what it was before that? I think somebody at one point had some kind of little closeout store in there, but prior to that, it was the uh, worldwide color. They mm-hmm. had their kilns in there. Huh. So they fired all their ceramics. Yeah, yeah. And I know at one time it was a Coca Cola warehouse, at one time it was the co op warehouse, at one time it was used in the cotton trade it had a rail spur that ran right beside it mm-hmm. for, for them to load the cotton bales onto their on there it's hmm. been a lot of things yeah yeah it's interesting the history of a lot of these little buildings around here like the, this building was a feed store at one point it's been a place kind of like yours at one time it was like a I remember that antique they had candles and painting mm-hmm. if you look at the floor in there there's a lot of paint splattered and that was just from where they were i guess painting all throughout the store uh, that happens. <laughs> and then we got a big, we got a, um, a door, a, a door that uh, raises up back here, like a gr- little mini garage door where I think they used to unload the feed and, and horses or whatever back there. And there's a picture that somebody sent me of this building on the front, and it had some people. Actually, I think it was that back. Actually, I think they were sit, a couple of were sitting on the the back uh, lip thing and standing there. And it was from like, I don't know, 19 something, uh, late. Uh, early early 1900s and um, one of them said I, I've told the story about the the sort of paint as J- Josh would call them experiences in here and one of them thinks that there's a that picture has got like his uncle in it or great uncle that supposedly died somewhere in this building or was here all the time or something and they think that maybe that's who's haunting the place around here 
I got some hate blue paint down there. You can paint your ceilings. <laughs> well, they don't you, like it. They don't. They'll, you, they'll stay away. You talk about the hate uh, blue paint. You should see what color Kim painted her office. She's got this new office over here, and it's blue, bluer in my jacket. It's very blue. You say hate blue paint. Is that is that a thing That's they the don't color. like? It's called hate blue. It's a very very light blue, mm-hmm. and those hates they don't like water. So if you paint a lot of southern homes, will paint paint their porch ceilings. Where does that come from? Down in Louisiana, I believe. That they don't like water? Those The haints don't like water. Huh. <laughs> so they paint their ceilings, porch ceilings, that haint blue color. Uh, I didn't know and that. And it keeps them away. Interesting. Do you believe that kind of stuff? No. Okay. Well, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, why but not? I can bring you some blue we, don't, we don't have to get into uh, personal issues of why or why not, but is there, you just don't, you just don't think it's anything to it. What about that? I've maybe never it's, experienced anything. Well, but what like if that. it's not? So look, I, I I was kind of the same way. I'm very skeptical, right? And until we were in this building, I, just, I thought that it was all horse stuff. Like honestly, but I've had enough experiences in this building. Josh and I have had them even together. Like yeah. we have been sitting here on this podcast, and this door that has a spring on the other side, the of knob it, will turn physically, will turn and open, open, stop, hold against the spring, and close on its own. Not because of any HVAC or anything. It's literally like the, you know, movement. Uh, and then I've had, uh, you've probably heard me talk about them before, but there's been two very vivid experiences in here. Uh, one where my wife and I heard footsteps and stuff and was literally right there and nobody was there. And then we've smelled cologne. And then sometimes late at night if I'm here, there's noises that are just, I just don't know that it's roof settling like it's. Yeah. And then we had historical haunts do a uh, investigation investigation, and they did find some they got some recordings and uh what was the big boom that they heard yeah i was in the back when we were filming uh back there and had that big bang just came out of nowhere like it sounded like it just erupted from the center of the room and me and tanya were the only two back there and got it on on camera and uh, me and her both jumped so i don't know though that it's ghosts I think that that kind of stuff, I believe that we do all have, and part of it's for martial arts, I believe you have certain energy. It's not necessarily spiritual energy, but there's definitely sort of psychic, mental, I mean, we have a presence and an energy, I think. And I think if something real traumatic happens, it's possible that maybe that imp- is imprinted on that area. So it's almost like a memory being played I th- back. I think it's a science we don't understand yet. Yeah. Similar to well, similar to how cavemen, when they would see is, lightning, they would be like, "Oh, that's Lisa, the gods." Lisa was so yeah. quick to say no on it, and I've yeah. learned, even though I'm skeptical, I'm open that I'm wrong. You know, I'm open that maybe. Uh, well, if I saw it, I, but I've just, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, well, I got woke up at my house. My wife claims our house is haunted, and I've never seen anything in it, or at least I claim I haven't. Right, Saturday. So my wife was gone this weekend uh, with a f- couple friends of hers uh, to the Current River, floating a river. Uh, which they invited me, and it was very nice of them. But I talked her friend into going because I don't want to go because it's outside, it's dirty, and it's just floating in a river all day, which sounds terrible. It's like a that sounds like good. No, because what are you doing? You're just floating in a river. There's no, there's no. You're not being efficient. You're not completing any task. It sounds terrible to me. It's I couldn't stand it. I hate going to the beach. Like my wife wants to go to the beach, and I, I have to literally force myself. I set a timer, and I will sit there for thirty minutes. And it is so painful for me to have to sit there on the beach for 30 minutes. It's like a complete waste of my existence. Um, I, I, I'm very type A, very tightly strung. I mean, you've known me, how my personality is. But part of that, people don't understand, that's constant. 
it's constantly, even when I lay down, my brain is still churning on, well, what did I do? Did I do this? Why can I do this? Should I do this? I should be reading this book. Like, constant. So, I was like that when I was younger. But now that I've get approaching 60. No, well, I was going to say, far, I don't think you're I've much older than me. 57. Okay, you're a little older but, than uh, me. Yeah, I've actually, I could go to the beach for a couple of days now. After a couple of days, I'd probably be, I'm okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I could, I could take it down a notch or two now. Well, that's what my doctor said I needed to do. And also, um, I had a, a psychic read my cards or whatever in Florida, and that's what she said, too. <laughs> so I guess the psychic and my doctor both are an ally that I need to focus more on uh, resting. But anyway, um, but what I was going to say, though, again, I'm, I'm good at getting on tangents. But Saturday, she was gone. I was home alone, right? So I'm sleeping alone. And I, we've got the pig and three dogs. And so I'm not really alone because I talk to them. And they're my friends, you know. I, they sleep in the bed with me. Like, I mean, they're, they're there. They're yeah. present. So the Libby, the little, the new little French bulldog, she sleeps right up under my arm. And it was about 4 o'clock. I got woke up by my phone playing a song. It just started playing a song randomly. And uh, so I, at first I'm like, am I, am I, am I, because I knew instantly this is odd. It's playing a song on its own and it's not near me. It's like uh, on the stand away from me. So it's not like I accidentally hit it. And I, in the, whatever state I was in, I was like, this is weird. I must be dreaming. But then I started to realize I was awake. And part of the way I realized I was awake is I looked at Libby, the dog, and she was awake looking at me like, what's going on? She was like, this ain't normal. You know, she was like awake and weirded out by it. So I grabbed the phone and I stopped it and I was still sort of sleepy and I was like, that song, I remember the song that was on it is not one that I would listen to. It's like some old country song. So anyway, I set it down, I laid back down, I was like, I'm just going to pretend like it didn't happen and I'll check it in the morning. So the next morning I checked my phone and I couldn't find on any of the music players a record of any song that I hadn't played, like any old song. So I don't know if I dreamed it for real, but it seemed very vivid that I something played the song. And it wasn't me or the dogs. Maybe whiskey got in there and hit play. I don't know. So anyway, I'm kind of like Josh. I'm open to the fact that maybe I don't know everything and maybe there's something more to some of that stuff. I don't know. We're having historical haunts come to the Comic-Con. So maybe we send them down there to your place, see if they get any vibes. Okay. Sure see be, what they find. I'm sure they'd be glad to do it. <laughs> You've also helped with the Chamber. You're on the board of directors with the I Chamber am. and have helped with the uh, uh, budgets and all that stuff for some time. And so you do other things to try to help with the community. Do you think as a business owner it's important for business owners to be involved in community events and things? I do. I do. I think if you're going to expect the community to come support you, that you should be there to support the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, not, it's not a one. It's a very two-sided, two two-way two-way street. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, and same thing with other business owners, right? We should support other business owners, and in turn, exactly. we hope that they will support us. It's a, a give and take. We want to all be uh, uh, good conservators of our community, I guess. Yeah. So this weekend is music thing. Right. Right. And then the next event you got is Mondays you got throwing the... Mondays we got cornhole. Cornhole. Um, is the next... When is the next food truck thing? August 13th. August 13th. So that... Okay, because that's on in August. Okay. Yeah, and I think we're going to do a couple of... Do you do any sales or anything regular that people could look for? We do We do some occasionally. I've got like, I've got a clearance area going right now. Your biggest time is what, Christmas? Christmas, holidays, always. yeah, always. Is there like 
begin of November, end of December? Is that kind of what it, it actually works? actually starts about September. Really? So September through December, December. That, that quarter is your best best quarter retail-wise. Yep. That's interesting, too, on business because, see, for us, our worst quarter is that quarter for law, the law firm. Everybody's doing other things. Well, people, when shopping. it's cold, they don't get arrested as much because they're inside. And people don't want to get divorced and have custody battles in the holidays. They, they're going to wait. They're going to give it one more Christmas and see if it works. So for us, this business, that quarter is the worst quarter for us. Um, but like my martial arts business does well that quarter because it's sort of retail. You know, people getting maybe getting something for that for Christmas or whatever. Um, so it's you ought to be doing good now. This heat tempers ought to be short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we are. We're doing real well right now, actually. Uh, yeah, th I mean, this we're in our prime time right now for what we do. Because we're criminal defense heavy, although we do divorce and custody. And, um, yes, right now we're doing well. I'm, I'm probably fixing to hire another lawyer, actually. We're making that decision today because uh, we've got to get some more folks in here. We're, we're Right now we're running three lawyers, and we really need five or six, to be honest, with the caseload we have. But we're fixing it. we got some more folks in the pipeline. Yeah. Cool. Well, anything else for the good of the order? Well, just come out and enjoy the music and the food trucks and the store. And any any general advice for people thinking about getting into business or in retail business? What would you tell them? What would you tell yourself if you knew now what you know from the beginning? That you're probably going to work seven days a week, but that's that's that was that's okay with me. But well. Up until probably about right now, I'm starting to get a little tired. Well, if you don't work, then you got to hire people, and then that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that is a whole other thing. Yeah. So anything you do that involves people is stressful. Whether you're interacting with them as customers, customers in a restaurant, or uh, coworkers, even you know, I mean, people are generally stressful. But I think if you have a natural knack for dealing with people, and, and if you're not, you you Ooh. need to find people associate with people that are better in those areas than you i think if you're going to go into a retail business or a restaurant business you and you don't like people mm -hmm. you're in trouble yeah yeah you yeah. just you just don't even do that just I don't agree. do it you know let me ask you this because you're kind of like me you're out in the public a lot i at home although i don't turn off on the uh like the goal type thing that i'm things that i'm working on or thinking through i do when i'm at home i don't like uh I like people. Like when I'm out, I'm always around people loud, and you always know I'm there. I'm talking to everybody. I don't meet a stranger. But at home, like I don't like being bothered. You know, like that's my space where I don't want you to show up. You know what I mean? Like I'm exactly hanging out in my mean. underwear. I guess that's sort of where I would decompress. Um, but are you like that when mm -hmm. you get to the house? Yeah, I turn off. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, that's where they. Um, Sometimes uh, I feel bad for my husband because he'll come home from work and want to talk, and I've been talking all I'm talked out yeah I can and understand it just, that it just won't even go in anymore I'm just I'm done well and then my wife too she does then like to I'll have literally have been the whole week have been around people from wake up till sleep and then she'll want to go do something else that involves being around a bunch of folks or going out and, and it's almost like you have a certain fuel reserve a, a for all social that. battery that eventually yeah. runs out yeah and, and it has to be refueled and then there are some people that are energy vampires there's some people that are negative energy and that will suck you oh, raw yeah. if you let them. They'll, they'll suck all the energy out of you. Whoa. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Josh. Yeah, that wording. Watch that wording. <laughs> you know what I meant. 
There are some people that are like an energy battery almost that will give you, you be around them and you feel more energized and more excited and more, uh, but anyway, that's an interesting balance. And when you're in business for yourself, that's something you have to be mindful of, especially hiring people or partnering with people, depending on what their personality is like, it can help or hurt you. Uh, Absolutely. So this weekend, uh, the music thing's going on, but we also got the Beauty and the Beast on the square. Uh, so that's going to be good. If you haven't gotten tickets for that, you can go to, uh, I think it's it's either TiptonArtsCouncil.org or RuffinTheater.org. I forget which one it is now. But um, you need to get the tickets now because they've been selling a lot of the tickets for that show. And it's only running two weekends, I think. So what happened to the brunch at the cellar? I hear all these good things about it, and then I see it's going away. I was just talking to, we had I had an interview this morning with a magazine, uh, well, not a magazine, a newspaper, that was going to do a thing on the cellar, and I just brought it up. So we're not doing brunch at the cellar anymore. The brunch that we had I thought was great. People loved it, and the mimosas and Bloody Marys and then the food and, and all that, but we just didn't have the turnout we need. And what I, So I've talked to several people about it, and, and a lot of people that I've told this to, are, are they seem frustrated, like, oh, well... Well, but you don't have to pay the bill, you know? And the problem is to keep that place open for that hour, just the brunch is about $800. We have to generate $800 or we lose money during the brunch period. And, you know, so you get, you know, 15, 10, 15 people in there. That's nice, but it doesn't pay the bill. And so a lot of people want it, but they're not coming consistently enough for us to hold it. Also, it's hot. And the brunch, we have a really nice patio, and so I think a lot of the people would like to be out in the patio, um, but it's hot. So, I mean, I think in the fall and it cools off, we're going to revisit it again. Another thing that hurts us specifically in Covington, and this is something you can tell your alderman or mayor, whoever that may be in the future, is Covington has a rule still where on Sundays you can't sell alcohol till it's 10 or 11, I can't remember, but it cuts into when we would, we would have brunch because we do brunch from 9.30 to 1.00. And that's part of our sales revenue. And we're like, well, we can't even do it on Sundays because it's just not cost effective. You know, and a lot of people would probably come on Sunday that don't go to church because they've been out Saturday night. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> they might come in for a brunch. But that market's not open to us because in Covington you can't you can't serve the alcohol. So uh, I don't know. But, yeah, that's what happened. It's just money, you know. We, oh, we, I get we, it. We, we do great on the dinners, like th- those, especially on the weekends. Thursday, Friday, well, tonight will be busy. Last Tuesday, we had eight large teams for the trivia, and it went great. And uh, the trivia, me and Jeremy Armstrong, who's an attorney, are alternating running that. And so tonight, Jeremy's going to run it, and then next week, I'll uh, I'll, I'll do it again. But anyway, that's uh, we're doing good on those nights, but the brunch just didn't seem to work out. Same thing with lunch. You know, we had lunch in the beginning. And then we just didn't have enough people to justify staying open for that time. And, and, you know, also our menu, it's, I don't want to say higher end, but the product cost us more, cost us money. And it's hard to get a, like a lunch menu, um, something that people will pay for lunch, you know, like 10 bucks or less during the day because we have very good steaks that we have to price at a certain amount. It's just, it's just hard. So, I don't know. We'll revisit all that stuff in the fall, but as of right now, we're just doing dinner. Monday through Sunday, 4 p.m. to 9, Friday, Saturday till 10 is what we do. I'm ready for it to cool off because I like the patio. Yeah, well, you know, some mornings I've been out there and it wasn't that bad, but it really just depends on the uh, on the day because, I mean, it's it can get, you know, it gets hot back there, out there. And you could always eat inside too, but, you know, a lot of people come and it's – the restaurant's dark. It's set up more of the romantic lighting for evenings. So I just think it fits that better than 
the daytime stuff. But anyway, you've been to the brunch, didn't you? Didn't you come to the brunch? I never made it. I thought you had been there too. I guess I'm just remembering you everywhere, Lisa. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, anything else for the good of the order on our podcast? Anything else you want to tell them? Where can they find you at? Tell them where to find you on social media. Oh, Liberty Vintage Marketplace on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, and you're pretty good doing promotion, uh, promoting your stuff on there because uh, I see it regularly. So when she has events, you can just check that out and yeah. she'll, she'll get you hooked up. Event page is getting long, actually. Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Who have I got next week, Josh? Uh, let's see. Next week is Greg Phillips. We got him rescheduled. Yep. That's my new father-in-law with my, well, I guess, I don't know what you call him. What do you call him when uh, his daughter is my son's um I don't know, wife sort of like a kind brother. of a father-in-law it's like a father-in-law in-law yeah in, anyway. just in-law i guess he's been on before he's a nice guy we we, we, uh, we installed a uh industrial steel mailbox this weekend at their house he he literally got out there and pulled he he runs an industrial steel manufacturing company and so he brought industrial steel and man that mailbox isn't going to move you got that thing set in concrete. If they hit that thing with a bat, the the vibration could kill them. Like it's gonna oh be. <laughs> I, I highly doubt. I highly encourage them not to strike that mailbox. But anyway, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys spending the time to watch us today. Don't forget, you can always like, subscribe, follow us on all social media and podcast platforms. You can watch playbacks on YouTube. We are on TikTok. You just find uh, Kicking Lawyer on there. And again, one of these days, we're going to do a video of Josh dancing. It'll probably be the most viral one we do. The Covington Comic Con is returning August 20th and 21st. It'll be at the Covington Civic Center. We are still accepting vendors, sponsors, and soon you will be able to get um, tickets. And don't forget to look for the Creepy Panda and Budget Batman when we do that. <laughs> uh, Michelle Allen's our longtime sponsor. She's Cry Like Realtor, and you can go to her if you're trying to buy, sell, rent real estate. I literally saw her a few minutes ago at another meeting I was in. Uh, she's a good person and uh, be glad to help you out if you need anything in the real estate realm. And, of course, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts. We're having a tournament in Covington in September, September 24th, and we expect to have anywhere from four to 6,000 people from across the nation come to that tournament. So if you're around, you spectators are welcome. You can watch it. It's going to be at the Covington Sportsplex. And, of course, the cellar is located uh, just off the square here in Covington. Opens at 4 p.m. for dinner. Tonight there's trivia. You guys go see it. And uh, Masonite Digital Marketing. Josh will be glad to help you with any of your marketing, branding, social media etc stuff and hopefully you guys will see us next week as we uh as i interview somebody else and give lisa keith a shout check her store out if you haven't she's got cool stuff i, I go in there pretty regular and buy i like candles it's very manly of me i uh, tons of candles in my office and it relaxes me and several of them were from her place so thanks for being on today lisa and Thank i you hope you guys me. enjoyed it and i will see you next week keep kicking Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.